Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everyone. Hi. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. Dave Thornton swings by to say hello. Very good stand-up if you haven't seen him. Show's on at the Tivoli sometime in the future or past. Friday. Friday. (laughs) Friday the 13th. Ooh. Ooh, Get him That's brave, isn't it? That's brave. And we're all out. We should all have a big one Friday the 13th. I don't know if I'm out now. Yeah, we are. My plans have been scuppered. Because you haven't got any, you've got, you still go. You've got other friends you can go with, haven't you? You'd be surprised. No, I wouldn't. Probably not. <laughs> we, know, we know if we're both busy that you're in trouble. But... As Stav was saying before, he was going to Ross Noble. <laughs> but everyone's got COVID around yeah. him. Everyone's cancelled. And um, I presumed that you would want me to go and I said I would come, but I'm at the football. You never actually invited me. And I, I knew you were at the football. I presumed that you thought I would come as well. Yeah. But I can't. I'm already going to the theatre. And surprisingly, that ends my resources. <laughs> You know what? I'd be in the same boat. <laughs> oh, all my friends have lives. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. No, I'm pretty good. Mine are all losers. <laughs> She's talking about us. Oh, that's hurtful. <laughs> no, I got a lot of I got a lot of friends and acquaintances, and I still like acquaintances. Does that make sense? What is the category for it? There's, oh, you know what? There's so many categories of friends because you've got your actual friends. Yeah. And then you've I've got, got uh, friends. I, oh, I've got kids, parents that are friends. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we still party with a lot of them without the kids. Yeah. But you guys don't necessarily, you don't have wounds together. I say the people in the actual friends category, you've done and seen some shit together uh, that bind you for life. Right. You can yeah. get the kids' friends, parents' friends into that category, <laughs> but something's got to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, I'm catching up with a group of friends that we're like, you could actually just sit there and not talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, once they've seen you like naked or throw up or embarrass yourself or, or throw up naked and embarrass yourself. Yeah. Yep. There's yeah. those wounds. We've had a lot of nights together. Mm. Maybe it's why seemed... we're such good friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, we all went to school together since year eight. Ah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Seeing someone at their most vulnerable mm. is truly seeing somebody, and that is how you get a connection together. Mm. Because if you never. I believe if you never see someone vulnerable, you don't actually know them because they're, there's always something between you and them. So you know mm. the version of you they're showing you, you don't know them exactly. Yeah. Mm. And it is those big moments as well. Like we've gone there through like graduation. We've mm. had deaths in the group. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, deaths of partners in the group, marriages, kids, divorces. We haven't, no remarriages yet. Uh, yet. Well, we really want a wedding. Is someone like, on their way there yet? I uh, know there's a couple that refuse to get married. Yeah. There's three, actually. There's three, and they are the most selfish cows. We keep telling them. <laughs> We've had weddings. Yep. They and drink then, up big at yours, I bet. Yeah, but now that none of them are getting... No, there's four. Hmm. I don't understand. There's four of them that are refusing to get married. Well, and I said to them, we went to a Catholic school and the priests would be mortified by you. And as Emma said to me, they were mortified way before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just don't want to. They don't want to be centre of attention. Yeah. They Is said this, that's why they that leave be, it for you, Abby. Would that be the second marriage? No, all of them. Four of them have never got married before. So right. they've got... Uh, all of them have got kids. Yep. Yeah. Um, but de factos. Just, yeah. Mm. They're, just, they're not really interested in the whole marriage side. Mm. That's quite common. I, I guess it would be more common now. You can't be more connected than having a child together. Mm. No. A marriage, you can sign away and get rid of that if you don't have children and never see each other again. But if you've got children, yeah, that's pretty. 
We just keep saying, if you don't want to get married, that's fine. It's your turn to host a party. Yes. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe host a breakup party. Well, I think they're all happy-ish. Cool. <laughs> Why don't you do not a wedding wedding? Oh, yeah. Where they do vows and everything like that, but they say this is not a wedding. I'm going to put that on the um, group the chat. WhatsApp group. Gra- gra- mm. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's... Because you could do that thing you do where it's it looks all like a wedding, but it's actually not. Mm. Yeah. You still get not a hen's hen's and not a buck's bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write to him. That would be good. Well, Abby's busy now writing to all her friends, so I guess we'll hit the podcast. Uh, hey, you selfish, <laughs> selfish girls. Mm. How's Stav been going looking after his wife who's got the vid? Mm. Um, we're going to speak to her from the quarantine centre of Barden. She's on the air with us shortly in today's podcast. Um, we find out something quite amazing as well from a criminal lawyer about why we're seeing so much of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard on the internet, their court case vision. Yeah, it's interesting. This is a mind blowing reason we're seeing it. Mm. And when he said it, I think we all went wide eyed and went, Whoa. Whoa. Oh my God. Mm. Um, so stick around for that. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Ipswich Show. The Ipswich Show holiday. Amusement rides across the state will come to a halt this weekend. 7,000 workers will stop the rides in the hopes of stopping the monopoly on amusement ride insurance. Yeah, sad news if you're heading out to the Ipswich Show on the weekend because midday Saturday, all carnival workers are going to go on strike and there's a lot of shows going on at the moment. So that means uh, Saturday at midday, there won't be any rides operating in shows in Brookfield, Gympie, Ipswich and Charleville. Now, it's an attempt to highlight uh, the fact that their insurance premiums have been risen 400% and they can't afford to uh, insure the rides anymore. So many people can't go ahead because insurance prices have gone up. Mm. And it's a vicious cycle because insurance has to go up because there has been some terrible things and people should be covered, and rightly so. But as soon as there is a terrible incident, then they go up so much Mm. that they're not making any profit. Yeah. 400% is extreme. Well, one of the other problems they've got is it's a bit of a monopoly because it's such a niche market. There's only like two or three insurance companies that actually offer insurance uh, for rides. So they've got a monopoly on it. Just go back to they're stopping at 12 o'clock, though, Mm. because are they open on Friday? Because we heard that the Ipswich have a public holiday uh, on Friday. Friday. For Today, yeah. So they're open on Friday. Yeah. They're open Saturday morning. Yeah. Kids go for it. Mm-hmm. Just before 12 o'clock. Yeah. You've got to go off and just watch it. Yeah. Because that's that's a that's a win for them. That's clever what they've done. Because mm-hmm. if they didn't put it all there, mm. the kids wouldn't have been upset. No, you out have, of sight, you, yeah. out of mind. But because the kids are there, you mm. have to explain to them, mm. so yeah, there's you, insurance companies. <laughs> you generally can't strike. If you're not at work. No, there are people that, no, but there's people that are better at strikes. Well, I always you say know, like if you strike courte- and no one notices, that's, yeah, but that's bad. Sometimes there's the bus drivers and they're courteous. They're like, we're not going to strike during peak hour. Mm. We're going to strike at nine o'clock. Yeah. And people are like, cute. Mm. We're already at work. Like, that's courtesy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, will there be the one merry-go-round operator who goes, now nah, I'm not involved, the and then just makes works. all the money for an hour. <laughs> well, they're like, our insurance uh, for this uh, is not that bad. It's covered, sucked in, kamikaze. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had one injury on the teacups, so we're going to be operating. Oh, no. Uh, I've done silly strikes. I was going to say, you strike me as someone, because you do have an inner activist in you, and I would say, especially back in your high school days, you were quite activist I would love to still be an activist. I just uh, haven't got... The time or inclination. The motivation. <laughs> Once I find... That's what stopped Nelson Mandela. If someone like, tells I'm me tired. what I'm passionate about, mm. I'll go for it. Yeah. Oh, you're I'll passionate, you're, and you're like 120% passionate I just for a small mind. amount of time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No commitment. But um, I was passionate because... Oh, I was such a douche. Uh, I... There was a 
cricket uh, going around, like a female cricket mm. uh, training. Yeah. And they were coming to our school when I decided that we went to a co-ed school and that was sexist. It was sexist to have the female cricketers come yes. around. Yeah, because it was just all girls. My so I said to the girls, "We're going to do table. a bit of yeah, yeah, we're going to do a bit of a strike, and we're just going to wear clothes that are really inappropriate. So like short skirts, little midriffs, so we can't play cricket." And that's how the lingerie mm. football league was invented. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher said, "I don't care what you're wearing. Uh-huh. They've come. You're getting out there." Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was stupid. So the strike didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. All the girls looked at me and said, why are we doing this again? I was like, because it's men's rights. Did they make all the boys watch? No, they were the, <laughs> <laughs> so the like, best strike I've ever seen. Can, can we do this more often, sir? This is excellent. No. And then for the rest of your life, you're you tainted. Like, There's a strike on. I'll go. <laughs> are the was... girls striking? Let's line up. Yeah. No, they were doing about uh, like sex education. So they were learning just about... <laughs> Who the boys were while you were playing cricket with the girls. Yeah. What a, that's a oh. weird school. Well, it was just a touring. They sort of do that, you know, when they come and they were trying to get women into the sport. I don't know why I declared that it was wrong. But, no, it didn't last very long. Can I ask, is that the only one? Uh, I did, like, a no meat as well. No meat? No meat strike. That lasted 24 hours. 24 hours. (laughs) Dinner to dinner. (laughs) My brother's cooked steak. And you know when you smell it and you're like, I'm going to start tomorrow. Yeah. Well, 13, 10, 60. Um, Have you ever been on strike? Mm. Um, we'll take silly ones. Have you not been on one? Never I, done one? I you th- do one every day. You know what he has? I do. Remember when we when had I those meetings? meetings? And he's like, if I go in mm. to another meeting and there's butcher's paper, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm mm. just going to sit there. Mm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then what did you do? I participated yeah. in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy who goes, we're all going on strike. Yeah. So we all strike and then you turn up and go, where is where, everybody? What happened? Where is it? And they go, oh, he's such a good And then he boy. goes, I'm putting my foot down. Stab's putting my foot down. Not today, but tomorrow I'll do it. <laughs> That's right. your voice. You want a hamburger? Bejo? <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Uh, have you ever been on strike? Indy in Indrapilly. You've done a strike in year four, Indy. Yeah. What was it for? Um, it was for no homework. Yeah, you don't you don't believe in homework? No, I don't. No, my son says the same. And it's very time consuming. So, what did you do for the strike? You just didn't do it. Um, we kind of just stomped around like at second break, saying we don't want to do any homework. <laughs> I like it. And were you the you were the organizer of this? No, no, oh. but you you joined. How me. many friends? How many friends did it? Um, most of the grade. Yeah, and then that night, did you go home and do your homework? Yeah. 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 Well, you yeah. tried, Indy, you tried. Well mm. done. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Yeah, strike again. Hey, Samantha in Anala, uh, you're part of, what, what is People's Re- Revolution? What is that? Uh, the People's Revolution is basically a big bunch of people that just get together and have agreements. To, they want to have the freedom of speech, the freedom of the human rights, you know, and just to be able to, have an open speech and, you know, have their, hum- have their humanly rights, you know, and just, yeah, if it's a peaceful protest that um, is held in Botanical Gardens, mm-hmm. um, and last protest we had Fly Palmer come out and talk about his Australian Freedom Party, mm-hmm. um, there's actually a protest, a peaceful protest happening this weekend, if anyone wants to join, a bit of a plug, but... Um, <laughs> Where about? It's, a, it's a 100% plug. Um, at, the, at the Botanical Gardens, it's a massive, beautiful protest, Lovely spot. People. Nice spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Botanical Gardens, 12 noon, we've got a couple guest speakers, and then we go... For a peaceful um, march around Brisbane City, we get a lot of... The police are in on it as well. 
they close off the street so that no traffic, you know, intervenes or anything like that. Sam, is there a point of it there where it's like, yes, it's good that I'm doing um, something for the revolution and getting my word out, but it's also, oh, there's Tony and (laughs) you get to hang out with your friends? Oh, I'll tell you what, absolutely. And you know what, it's another social event to make friends as well. It's also a big networking community. You become a big community. You find each other on Facebook and it's just an amazing community just for people to see how many people are actually out there that want to stand up to the government and stand up to their rights, you know what I mean, and have the freedom of speech. Mm. feel like striking has worked? worked? Oh, it's, it's, getting, it's getting a word out there. I don't know yeah. if it's working. I mean, the more people, of course it could work, you know, mm. but we're, we're in the hundreds of thousands of people coming at the moment. We need more, you know. It's, that's only a minor voice to the millions of Australians, you know what I mean? Mm. There was a, uh, a strike with one of the, the unions, I mm. think it was one of the construction sites, and they didn't have many people doing it, and then they uh, offered beer and sausages, and it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. Johnny Depp takes the stand to tell his side of the story in his multi-million dollar defamation case against ex-wife Amber Heard. It is so awful to see the case between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and I feel embarrassed that people have taken sides and regardless of whether you think it is true or not true, whether there was domestic violence, I feel so sad because I'm like people that are in that situation are reading people getting mocked online going, well wait a minute. That's a good point. Mm. Well, who's going to believe me if I come forward? Mm. But it it is fascinating to the rest of the world to be able to watch such a public thing with movie stars mm. as well. But it's real life and to find out what more uh, can be done, Jahan Kalanta, who's a criminal justice lawyer, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Yes, hey, we're good. Are you shocked by how fasc- uh, the fascination in this case? Absolutely. Look, I, I've got a, a TikTok following that was about 100,000. And ever since I started commenting on this particular matter, mm. it shot up about 65,000 wow. in a week. Wow. So it's absolutely, um, it's, it's captured public attention entirely. I, I think the one thing that, the, the first thing that people think of when they think of this case, uh, watching it unfold, is why would either of them choose this pathway to air their grievances when they both, at this stage, in my opinion, look as bad as each other? Like, no one's going to come out of this looking good. So what are they thinking? Well, look, uh, my, my working theory, because we, we can't see into their minds, is that this is a public relations strategy that's wrapped up as a lawsuit. And what it is is a, a case where Johnny Depp has really set out to show that even if the, this particular article was not defamatory in nature, the nature of the relationship was such that he was the victim, to use inverted commas. Mm-hmm. And that's been achieved. I mean, if you look online, Justice for Johnny is trending everywhere. He's got millions of new Instagram followers. There are people who are very much on his side and believing everything that he has to say, which is what he set out to do. He may very well lose this defamation case. I'm actually quietly confident that he will because defamation is so hard to prove in the United States mm-hmm. because of their robust First Amendment free speech laws mm. but his goal was to get the public on his side and it's happened wow it looks like an incredibly unhealthy relationship on both sides do you not see that they're both going to come off um, bad as a result of it or you do think because it, he's trying to do the public opinion he's already won it I think everyone can accept that that was a toxic relationship with two very troubled people who mm. did things to each other that was completely unacceptable mm-hmm. and as you said, what it should really do is open the door to a, a healthy discussion around what domestic violence looks like, yeah. how it affects people across all walks of life, whether you're rich, poor, privileged or not privileged. 
because it's Hollywood, there needs to be a hero, there needs to be a villain, mm. there needs to be a narrative that's easy to follow, mm-hmm. and it's kind of gone down that road. The other uh, thing that's getting around, and you did uh, touch on this, was the amount of um, social media about it, and uh, Matty and I were talking about this. We have not clicked on any story, we have not followed any one in particular, but we're getting a lot of pro-Johnny stuff on our feeds. There's sort of a rumour that this could be his uh, lawyers doing this, creating bots to um, pivot the narrative. Do you think that is what's happening? And if it is happening, is that going to happen in more high-profile cases going forward? Well, I think that this is arguably the most high-profile case that we've seen in several years, and it's the first time that social media has interacted so closely with a lawsuit. Mm. So, you know, as soon as Miss Heard says something, literally within 10 minutes, there's a meme about it. Mm. Or whenever Johnny says something, there's a meme about it. And so... Whether it's bots, I don't actually think it's bots because I'm I'm a I'm a relatively small time TikToker. Yet I say anything, and there is thousands of comments from legitimate people on legitimate accounts saying, you know, you're either a shill for this particular purpose, or I agree with you, or I don't agree with you. Mm. I think it has inflamed public passions substantially. We're speaking to Jahal Kalanta. He's a criminal justice lawyer about the Amber Heard and um, Johnny Depp case. This is all coming through Court TV. Now, there's a website, courttv.com. You can watch it live, which I was blown away that you could do. Why do they do that in America? I mean, obviously for entertainment, but why do the courts... Can you stream anything, or is it just in particular Well, look, I I don't know all of the regulations around America. I think that one of the specific reasons that two Californian movie stars who are arguing about an article in the Washington Post went to Virginia is so that Virginia has, one, <clears throat> defamation laws that are in favour of Mr. Depp, mm-hmm. and two, there is this streaming available. So it's, it's, America uh, has its own rules. Whoa. Every jurisdiction is quite different. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's about picking the right venue for, for your lawsuit, which he's done expertly. What? So they've done that on purpose? Absolutely. Wow. There was an absolute... The, 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 the logic behind it, it's actually quite brilliant, is that there's this type of lawsuit called a slap, Mm-hmm. which is a strategic litigation against public, um, I think it's public perception, which is you sue someone to teach them a lesson. Now, you can't do that in California. You can't do that in New York. You can do it in Virginia. Right. And that's why he speaks Virginia rather than California or Washington, which makes more sense when you really think about it. But that rips the case wide apart for me, because when I was thinking that this was happening, I thought it was about the money or the loss of income or to actually have an end result. Th- that plays a role. And uh, But remember, ultimately, it's the jury in America who decides what damages are or aren't awarded. It's possible both of them lose and walk away with this, but their reputations have taken a hit. Mm. It was just whose reputation has taken more of a hit. And I think that based on what I'm seeing online, and remember, I only have one vision of the world, mm. Johnny's come out far better than Miss Heard. Yeah. Can this happen in Australia? Because it just feels like public opinion, it's harder to get a jury where they're not affected by social media reading the news. I mean, when you ask that, who are you really trying to get that has been blinkered to the world where they're not up with some sort of news and the cases that might be in front of them? Defamation is treated quite differently here in Australia. Um, The US, you get away with things that I you know, I don't think you'd get away with here. And that's not to say that that's good or bad. It's just that the system is quite different. So um, hypothetically, could we have a situation where a high profile defamation case is done like this? Well, if we look at the Jeffrey Rush um, defamation matter, um, that also kind of brought things into the public eye. So we do have those type of cases here, but nowhere near the scrutiny. Very rarely do you see behind the curtain of what their day to day life is like.
Wow. Well, there you go. I didn't realise that they wanted it to be broadcast. That's incredible. Well, Jahan Kalanta, you're a, cr- a criminal justice lawyer. Thank you for your time and your insight this morning. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Queensland ending quarantine requirements for close contact. You gotta keep them separated. <laughs> Such a funny rolling uh, pandemic this thing is where it's changed so much from when it started to where we are now, and it's hard to get your head around. Well, when there was any numbers announced, it was a lockdown, lockdown like remember? Two, even, four. Yeah, even if there was two, we yeah, used to lock, lock down. It down. But I guess it's the stages of it. Now they're like, well, we have to kind of live with it, so try to keep yeah. it, yeah. I guess, like a flu. It's, it's that funny thing if everyone thinks, well, it, it, that's how we did it then. Why have we, why we changed it now? It's like, well, the virus has evolved and the mm. situation has evolved, so we just got to roll with it. But I'm feeling weird at the moment because on Monday, Kat uh, tested. She had a bit of a tickle and she tested and she's got COVID. And I, in your mind, you're still like, well, that's it. We can't go anywhere. And you go. Because he keeps coming to work going, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to be here. I'm like, feels that's the weird. rules. I know, I know, but it feels, it still feels like you're breaking the rule. You know what? When, when you, you had to wear a mask in the office and for the first week or so when you're not wearing a mask, you're like, oh, I'm doing something bad. But we got the whole leper colony thing happen at, um, at my place. Kat's been sequestered. Uh, into the bedroom. So she's in the bedroom. You've mm-hmm. got an ensuite there. Yes. You've obviously got one kitchen. I threw in the uh, extra air fryer for her so she can fry up anything she Have needs. Have you put in stuff it? in the kitchen? No. <laughs> I don't know how it's working. I no. get fascinated by it because yeah. when we all got COVID, I guess we were blessed. We all got it at the same time. Mm. And, and if I'm being honest, if they asked us to isolate separately, we wouldn't be able to. No. Because I've been trying to keep away from the kids in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's a great way yeah. to get a week to yourself. Like, yeah. are, are you sure that... I Have you seen her that, rats? Because she could be sitting there I, I just would say watching that, Netflix. It, everyone is everyone is different, but you know, some people just. My mum's got it as well at the moment, unrelated, and she's like, it just feels like I've got the cold. Uh, but cats uh, that mainly for me, like because I can only hear her. The cough is is really bad. Like I hear her coughing, and I have to knock on the door and go, "You're right." And then she goes, "Yeah, I'm fine." But when she's coughing, it sounds horrendous. You so, can fake that. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. She, go she got one good one, recorded it. Now yeah. she plays back anytime she hears me footstepping around. So Rory's yeah. old enough now. She's pretty self-sufficient, isn't yeah. she? So she's such a good kid. She gets all of her breakfast in the morning. Yep. I, I've been packing a lunch of, a, of an afternoon, so that's done. Okay, she pops off home. to school, then she comes home, she talks to um, Kat through the door. And but what about food, though? Like, mm. you're obviously cooking all Kat's meals. Yeah, well, I used to anyway, but uh, that thing of... It's that we think, like, when we're all out of the house, she will go into the kitchen if she needs something, and then she'll wipe it all down and Glen 20, and, and she only goes out wearing a mask and stuff. So then when you're coming like in, you're like, Marco. Yeah, 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 yeah. But And it is still, it's still even when, because Rory had it a few um, months ago, and that feeling of that thing that you're talking about every day is now in your house. And it is even to the point where, because when you guys had it, you all had it, right, in your yep. house? It was a little bit of fun, if I'm being honest. That's just because we weren't that sick. I was yeah. sick for a few days. but yeah. then I was, You were okay. drinking, weren't you? You were still on the cans through it. Medicinal purposes. <laughs> it was the only thing I could taste. Gin does yeah. burn the virus. You I know? had heard that. Yeah, whiskey's yeah. good No, we were good for a few days, yeah. and then we're like... Well, she Ooh. hopefully she'll start feeling better today, uh, and then she's still, she's still until Sunday, but so is, she might get a bit of that too. But Is Rory abusing it? Because my kids would be like... Oh, no Fortnite, Mum. Mm. Oh, come and get me. Well, Here we go. It, and I'd be like, I'm serious. Don't. It's kind of that 50 50 of she's abusing I'll it. On you. But also, we're allowing it a little bit because it's like, uh, all right, whatever, sure. Because we're just, you know. What you, are you, you cooking her? What am I cooking, cat? Yes, because you're the one that should be cooking all the meals, yeah. leaving it at the door. Mm. So you. Uh, well, yesterday I made her a chicken soup with some uh, bread and butter. And you do the whole knock and just. Knock and run, yeah. For breakfast? Uh, well, I don't do breakfast because I'm here. 
Okay. Um, and and then lunch when you get home? Lunch when I get home, uh, whatever, maybe, like, yesterday she had the leftover spaghetti bolognese that I cooked the, from the night before, uh, made that up. So are you worried, like, if you got sick with me, what the menu would be like? Or? Absolutely. <laughs> if she's sick, freshly you ju- are... Freshly juiced orange juice. Kind of like a jail. She, you're, she's in there. Yeah, she yeah. can't get anything. It is you like a jail. Be... So she gets some bread and water no, and just... she'll shut up. I just want to make sure you're doing all the cooking, cleaning, you know. You want to make sure... I don't want her to come out and go, what has just happened for the last week? Oh, where's the house? She opens the door to the bedroom and there's nothing there, just the backyard <laughs> and some skeletons. And so, well, how, did you go, how did you go in isolation? Like, well, 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 you all had to lock down together. We all had to lock down. So, and Esther, he gave me the look like, no, nah, I didn't. Isolate. Esther was the only one who caught it yeah. and I took it upon myself to try and catch it. Mm. Uh, which they say and, don't do. And let me tell you. You didn't get it. There's get many it. things that you can do as a married couple <laughs> that does not transmit. So uh, don't use that. Let her use that as an excuse. I, no, I would have. No, it does transmit. Not for well, it didn't. For well, me, it didn't for you, but it does transmit. Let's actually let's call Cat next from the quarantine centre in Barton and see about her beautiful soup and whether it was. From yeah, yeah. let's or do a live TripAdvisor rating on my yeah. quarantine. Yeah, I bet you. Have you left the house dirty? So just like it'll be like the owl before she needs to get out. You'll just ran, run around just cleaning everything like she's coming home. No, <laughs> but you guys wanted to get a live TripAdvisor of how I've been doing as the quarantine mm. master guard in uh, the leper colony that is my house. So we've got my lovely wife. Cat from said quarantine area on. How are you feeling? First off, because I haven't I haven't got an update yet. Hi. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, yeah. No, I'm I'm doing sex phone operating on the site now. Um, <laughs> you could explain your deep it. voice because no one knows if that's real true. <laughs> What's the number? Just out of curiosity. You know the number, man. <laughs> oh, you don't sound too good. How's how's the cough? Uh, it's better than it was. It it gets a bit scary in the night. Um, just, yeah, that, that kind of can't stop coughing kind of thing, but it seems to be better in the daylight. Can I ask you, because you work in the media and you know how much you report on it, and I guess it's always been that scary thing of do I have it, do I not have it, was it any sort of relief or was it worse than what you thought when you did get it? Um, I think that my first reaction was guilt because I immediately thought I must have been infectious before. Mm. I tested positive. Oh God, who have I made sick? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even though I couldn't have known, but it was, you know, that that was my first thought. Um, and then it was uh, a bit of both, mate. I felt kind of, oh well, this is always going to happen. Here we go. Um, but then, because I am in the media, I've read all the bad stories. So, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I started thinking how many ways this could kill me. And though you got to say, this was your fault. What? It was 100 because um, Kat just got uh, a bunch of gigs uh, in July and they're big gigs and they're very... Oh, uh, blaming the victim. But she said, said, you know what, it'd be good just to get it it out of the way so I know that it's done and then these gigs can't get cancelled. I think that would be the best thing to do and I had a reminder of that yesterday. Um, So this is all your fault. Oh, God. Yeah, I did I did lick someone. I went up to the hospital and just gave him a good looking. I wanna know about Stav though, because he has been coming in like you know, like he's taking care of you, he's cooking all the meals, obviously like cleaning. Um cleaning. I know, Ryan, it's so cute. Well um, that stops now. <laughs> well, notice the difference, Kat. Uh how are you going with the meals? Is he just leaving him at the at the front of the room? Yeah, he's been very sweet. Yeah, uh, I I love soup, blessedly. Um, <laughs> <but> there's, been, <laughs> there's been a lot of that, but he does. He comes and 
hovers. Obviously, he has to keep a distance, but when he hears me hacking up along, he comes and stands outside the door and says, that doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> <laughs> In a I've very got a, supportive fashion. I've got a tally going like, okay, that one was five decibels lower than the last one, so we're, we look like we're going better. Uh, but I'm no, impressed with this homemade soup. Oh, it's not homemade. Oh, stop. <laughs> Fresh out the can. Oh, yeah. is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you made. Oh, I got to go down, catch chicken. the chicken. <laughs> Who <laughs> makes? No. Who makes homemade soup? People. Yes. Do. No, they don't. Not anymore. Is no. it hard for you, Cat, from inside the quarantine room? To hear what's going on outside, and that might be Stav's parenting or whatever Rory's getting up to, because you can't go out there and get involved, but you can just yell commentary from the room. I can't really huskily, too, so it doesn't really cut through. <laughs> now let her get ready for school. Put that down. <laughs> she got her ice skating stuff. What time is it? That's enough iPad. <laughs> Don't listen to the dragon in the cave, Rory. <laughs> Good on you. Hopefully you feel better soon. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks is tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Um, Ooh. Friday the 13th of luck. is my lucky day. Oh. Why, why so? What happens on Friday the 13th for you? I, uh, I wanted to be in musicals and I would have been in year six or seven at mm. school. And I auditioned for The Wizard of Oz that was coming. And Tamsin West was Dorothy. She's mm-hmm. from Around the Twist. Yeah. And also Bert, Bert Newton, Newton was the wizard. Was the wizard. And Pamela, Pamela, Pamela Rape, who was the, um, the Wicked Witch. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I uh, was number 88, which is my lucky number, in this audition. And I ended up getting callbacks and callbacks and callbacks. And then that was the day that I f- they gave a call to say that you've got the job. On Friday I, the 13th. Friday the 13th. And I was so excited. And then I uh, went outside to go down to the train station with my mum and I found $50 note. Holy moly. That was a lot of money that in those days. That was in the days. 80s. Yeah. Yes. And mum took it. Did she? Oh. I put it in my bank account. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You should ask her for it back now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I $50. So I don't know. I've always liked Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah great. Step um, on cracks. Go nuts. Mm-hmm. Answers for Alpha Bucks to make it easy to win. Jenga. Jason Derulo and Jaguar. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Experiences of renting in Queensland. COVID-19 has contributed to the squeeze. Certainly having some impact. The rental crisis is a big issue here in Queensland. There's so many people that can't get a place at the moment. Mm-hmm. And one person has been so open and honest sharing her experiences with it. Uh, Suzanne who is living with her two kids Mm -hmm. and a husband in a tent. She's sharing it on TikTok. You know, it's really hard putting two kids to bed in a tent. Susanna, how many places have you applied for? So we have um, mostly applied for public housing. We applied for a few uh, private houses houses to rent but we didn't get anywhere with those so we're just waiting for something long term to come up with public housing so but we've definitely applied for a lot of places uh, even before we went homeless so how do you even apply like I, i'm trying to work out like if you don't have a so, house you don't have you know resources references. where are you going to to be able to apply for these so I just apply it on, like, the app on my phone. Like, I just type in Bundaberg Rentals into Google and I just try my luck on my phone. Mm. Yeah, right, okay. 
And so you're living in a tent with your, your children. You've got a two-year-old and a six-month-old. How they I imagine at that age it's probably just a bit of an adventure for them, or are they struggling? Yeah, they, I mean, we've all come down with a head cold, mm. so we're all definitely struggling. And um, I, can, I can say that some days are better than others. Mm. Uh, obviously, with them being sick right now, it's absolutely miserable yeah. being in a tent cold weather, stormy weather, crying children, congested children. Mm. I mean, but there are some benefits. I mean, my two-year-old no longer has, like, next to no screen time because she's just always outside and getting <laughs> in the dirt and all that. Yeah, bonus. So I suppose that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> what about emergency housing? Like, I find it just shocking this day and age that people have got to live in tents because there is a shortage. Like, is there any shelters that you have tried to go to? Yeah, I tried Salvo's, Regional Housing, the Department of Housing, um, but they've all told me that there's been a lot of homeless families and some of them have been there for up to a year in emergency wow. housing or, and that it's just a long, long wait list and patience is key. Now, it might be a generational thing, but I think uh, my generation, for lack of a better term... Uh, the old people, The old Susanna. people, we would be... There would be an element of, of shame or embarrassment to this that we definitely... Won't, I mean, we may talk about it, but we definitely wouldn't share it on social media. You've been uh, chron- chronologically uh, charting your journey on TikTok. Have you found that's helped with your position where you're in, or is it doing anything? Yeah, to, I yeah? mean... I mean, there are some really lovely people out there and I've gained like this big supportive community, but I'd be lying if I said there there wasn't any like downsides to it. Mm. Sorry, my toddler is just <laughs> that's, that's in the same room. Okay, Susanna, <laughs> you got one room at the moment, Susanna. <laughs> uh, how did you get in this situation? Like, I think a lot of people go, oh, you know, I, I'm fine. And then when uh, we were going to a lot of homeless shelters, you were realising that people were actually just three paychecks away yeah. from being homeless. Mm. Was there a situation where you couldn't get work or your partner and you might have lost your um, jobs? So we went homeless because our landlord decided to sell as, like, which they're allowed to do, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we were only given two months. And in Queensland, like, that's the most amount of time they can give you, like, is two months warning. But there's just not enough time to get a rental in this crisis. So um, moving day came around and we didn't have anywhere to go. Mm. And we were in a, such a small country town. And we were only earning $700 a week. So the rentals there had gone up to, like, 400 $300 a week and we were just like well we just can't afford that we need to move somewhere where there's more job prospects mm. and we can earn more money and possibly pay more rent um, because it was, at that point it was just getting impossible to save for a deposit on a house it was getting impossible to cover our debt repayments um, medical costs my husband has his own medical conditions and it was just too much so we had to move well, Susanna, it must be extremely hard and um, you're putting on a really brave face through your TikToks and even here talking to us today. We do have a little something, though, um, that might mm-hmm. just... It's not massive, but it will take the pressure off a little. Yeah. We know that you were documenting saying that you were going to a Hungry Jack's and you were just sort of buying on the what menu? 
the yeah the penny pinches. We we just want a good menu. Right? It's a, no, it's, it's a great, a great menu, menu. But we just yeah. we just want to be able to help out a little bit so that you can really focus on trying to get a place and don't have to worry about uh, food. So we're going to give you five hundred dollars uh, Woolworths voucher so that you can. Oh my goodness! You can just go and get buy food, buy really? food yeah. and you know and stuff for the kids as well. There, there's you know so many uh, essentials wow. that you need to get, and we know that it's not going to fix your situation. We know that, but we just want to oh, let you it know. Definitely help. <laughs> it helps. We just want to let you know Thank that you're not you. forgotten because it must just feel like people have just, I guess, forgotten you in this society where you just think it shouldn't happen in Australia. Wow, that is so nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. It's really helpful because I'm always stressing about buying baby formula. There you go. Oh. Yeah, you don't have to do that. That's something you shouldn't have to worry about. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Well, Susanna, um, we've been following you on TikTok. Um, good luck with it all, and we'll see you at your housewarming. We expect to be invited. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys know how much I love tradies. Yep. I just think that's an attractive job. I love tradies. I married a tradie, and they're just they're they're useful. Yeah, it's your niche. Yeah, your, your search history is full of it. I'm just saying, if I was in the if I was driving along and I saw a Ute, that would pick up my interest more than a Ferrari. Yeah, what a yeah. compliment! You are so useful. <laughs> useful. How do You're I good. look? You look hey, useful. useful. <laughs> Fix that. But I've got a big problem with tradies. Mm. What's with their hours? Uh. Because I, 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 I get it. We do morning hours. Um, and my husband is a tradie and he's finding it harder and harder to go to the work site later mm-hmm. because they start so early. So he needs to start early as well. And I was like, well, why can't you just shift it back? He's like, because you can't. <laughs> like, but you could. Like, you could start at nine mm. after kids drop off and then work till five. Instead like, of starting at, say, six and finishing at two. Yeah, or, or three or four. Uh. And I know that they work hard. Mm. It's a physical job. But is there a reason why it's so early? Is it the, the weather? Yeah. What time smoker? Smoker's normally like 10.30, I think. There you go. You can't work for an hour and a half, half and then you smoker, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere near long enough. You wouldn't even be tired. Because we don't, we don't know what to do with the kids in the morning. Right. They're not old enough to get themselves to school. So we're talking about do we need to get a... a trade. Get them into a trade. A trade. Absolutely. <laughs> then they'd Start be on the early. site with that. Do we get a, a babysitter? Because mm. we don't have any family here. And it's just, a juggle that everyone has. You guys know how hard it is. And you know when you, your cat's away, yeah. you're like, what are we going to do? You've got to help out with family and friends. Mm-hmm. So we've come back to the thing of do we get an au pair? And an au pair sounds so fancy, but I think it's just cheaper. And I don't know if people have come back over... Seas as well, because it's generally you'd have someone from a foreign country didn't have somewhere to live, yeah. So they live with you. Mm. So you want to live in nanny? Well, it would be easier, but mm. then it's also someone having to live with me. Yeah. Oh, you mean like poor them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what I say is when you guys come over, yeah, I'll have like you two over. Yeah. But if your partners are coming, that's a big deal to me because I've got to clean the house. Like if you guys boys are coming over, I don't care. But yeah. if I'm having... I've seen her mess up the house because she knew we were coming over. <laughs> <laughs> when you're having someone else come into your house, yeah. you want to just like, I don't know, not, I, have, I, not have dirty underwear, not, think, not have them come in and go, you are a pig. I think it would start that way where you'd be on your best behaviour. But then once you got to know her and she started fitting in with the family, all those facades would fall. Like, it'd be like dating. You'd be on your best behaviour for the first few days yeah. and then you go, nah, I've got her now. She, she likes the kids. She's fallen in love with the kids. Once she falls in love with the kids, she's yours, you can do whatever you want. Because I, Scotty said to me, are you realising that you're not good to live with? <laughs> and I had to go, yeah. Like, I yell too much. Mm-hmm. I'm a cranky pants. Constantly naked. 
Yep, and it's not attractive. <laughs> well, it's like, not that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's, I don't think I would be good to live with. Like, uh, getting someone else into your house mm. is a big call. I don't think would I you could be do able it. to do it? I don't think I could do it. Because they would look at you and go, mate, stop doing karaoke nude on the couch. I'd be like, my house, shut up. You wouldn't, though. You'd I know, have I'd to be like, in your sorry, I'll, I'll put some Could you have on. someone else in your house? Uh, no, absolutely not. Mm. Because you, don't even, you, you, you hang out at, in car parks when the cleaner's there. That's right. When, when our cleaner comes over... <laughs> you just don't feel comfortable. I, no. I have sat for an hour and 15 minutes at the end of my street because her car is, is in the driveway. I'm like, oh, I'll have to talk. And I feel like I would be like, oh, no, you don't have to deal with the kids. They're my kids. Oh, uh, oh yeah. sorry, I'm the one that had them. I Get, you know, get I a man. Know. If you don't care about you... us being seeing your filth, yeah. get a man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but... I guess I don't, I, I don't feel like I have to impress him as much. But then you know how the so classic, the, <laughs> but the classic thing of like, oh, my husband ran away with the au pair. You'd have the opposite problem if you got a man where it's like, my husband won't start having beers with the au pair after everyone else has gone to bed, <laughs> and now he's taking him to the footy, and I have to look after the kids. Sven, Scotty, <laughs> over here. <laughs> Always sweetie. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Please welcome Dave Thornton. Dave Thornton. His show is called That Happened. It's on Friday night at the Tivoli. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. Dave Thornton, good morning. Oh, good morning, guys. It's been too long. What's going on? <laughs> well, what's going on with you? I heard that you were pretty busy during the lockdown, just, I guess, sorting out other things. Well, <laughs> sorting out other things? You mean being in lockdowns and thinking about what have I done with my life to deserve this? Yeah. Um, well, that and a vasectomy, no. I hear. Oh, oh, is this what we're angling for? Okay. It's, it's early in the morning, people are in cars, but let's talk about my ball. No, I didn't say that. I was just meaning, like, you obviously during lockdown, I wonder if it was homeschooling where you went, well, you know what, that's enough for us. <laughs> oh, Abby, oh, mate, that was exactly what happened. It's like, I need to cut this off at the store. I don't know, actually, have any of the gentlemen there in that room gone through a vasectomy before? One of us has. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie has. And what was the name of your doctor as well? Uh, oh, I feel so bad that I forgot his name. Dr. We... Snip or Dr. No, no not Dr. him. But we shared such a tender moment, but I can't remember his name now, Dave. Oh, mate, you hussy. <laughs> I know. Absolute <laughs> Charlotte. That's, that's horrific. <laughs> you spent a moment with him and it was just number 476 Dude. in your debaucherous uh, life. Don't, don't throw that at him like you've never done that before and maybe some other circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, um, well, mate, were they playing music during yours? No, well, this is it. Dr. Snip down here in Melbourne. Uh, he's, what, I mean, what a combination. I can't believe he had that name and he's decided to <laughs> do protection. It's unbelievable. But they have a TV on the roof. That's how much they've done this procedure, guys. So you can watch whatever you want. Like at a dentist. TV. Oh. Yeah, totally. What'd you so choose? You can sit there. Well, I mean, you do have to be selective, don't you? Mm. Like, you don't want to put on Dexter and be like, actually, I don't want this right now, <laughs> no. to be honest. No. Uh, this guy's got a scalpel and a drop sheet, and so do you, so yeah. that's weird. But um, <laughs> I I just had some comedies going on, guys. I had 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Oh. Um, you don't want to laugh too much, let's be honest. No. You no. Want to be fairly still through the procedure. Mm. But um, this is the only thing, is I, I had to laugh because a lot of my mates afterwards, they're like, oh, how'd it go? You know, what's going on? And I had a friend of mine. Now, this guy's an adult, right? Mm. And he said, I said to him, you don't want any more kids. Why don't you go get a vasectomy? And he thought this is the, this is the God truth, mm. um, that post-surgery, when everything healed up, he assumed when he was back uh, enjoying the throngs of passion, mm-hmm. uh, 
when he uh, concluded the passion, yes. that nothing physically would happen. Right. Like he still had the funny feelings, but nothing would happen. Right. He thought the vats were completely empty. I'm like, no, 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 they're just unleaded. There is, <laughs> yeah, Dave, there's a real concern about biology when it happens. I mean, Maddie was concerned that they drop off or some sort of strange thing, that that's, they're going to cut the attachment. No, I thought that they just they cut the, the whole cord between and then they just loose to roll around in and there I'm like, like two, no. two grapes in a bag. <laughs> Like they'd wither on the vine. Yeah. Yes. They're done now. Yeah. And we should use that as an indication that there does need to be more education yeah. at school. Well, well I had a, kind of the same thing but different. I had a person when I was taking my dog, Dave, to um, puppy obedience school, they told you about desexing the dogs. And they went into a lot of detail about this desexing of the dog. And then at the end, and we're like, yeah, we get it. And then the end, she said, sorry, we have to go into a lot of detail because we told someone that we thought their dog should get desexed. And then they came back a year later and tried the sewers because they tried to breed the dog and they couldn't. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, um... Oh, man. You know, this is, this is what I thought. This is genuinely what I thought. And I'm an adult guy. Is that uh, post surgery, I would no longer hurt if I got hit in the ghoulies. Because I thought, uh. well, it's just because I thought my gonads are no longer creating human life. Yeah. Like if you drop a bomb on an empty city, yeah. no one dies. Do you understand my train of thought? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, it's logic. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, it was a very cliche thing, playing with the kids, and one of them just went whack, and I was like, oh, no, I'm sorely mistaken. And that, <laughs> oh. that's why now I've decided to call my testicles Scott and Morrison, because they're unproductive and painted. Hey. <laughs> I feel like I've now just learned what happens in a locker room conversation. It's exactly how we would have imagined, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that's it. That's that. <laughs> I will mention, oh, though, God. you brought it up. Yeah, I know. That's my story. I know, but I didn't think it would be like, you know, for, for this long. But, yeah, that, that is my fault. I blame myself, Dave. Uh, well, Dave Thornton, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on Friday. You're playing the Tivoli for the Comedy Festival. Um, if people want to see you, buy the tickets now at Ticketmaster. Get on board, guys. There's only a few tickets left. I know that for sure. So get on down. 6.45, and then you got the rest of Friday night to do as you will. Head out, get drunk, go get a vasectomy. Good time. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Queensland man has just won the most expensive prize. Townsville family are now multi millionaires. The couple from the Gold Coast. Wouldn't it be People listening to this show, we love you. We do. We're family. Yes. What? We're, yeah, family. we're family. I don't have any other family here. <laughs> and we really, we trust you. Because you trust us every yeah. morning and it's a relationship and it's a relationship that I find really special oh, to gosh. me. What? What do, you, what do you want? Right now, <laughs> if anyone is going down to New South Wales, I'm talking about just on the border, if you're going to Tweed Head this morning. Can they carry something in their boot for you? Because <laughs> we're family. Yes. Is it a boogie board bag? It? No. It's no, a boogie board no, bag, isn't it? A couple legit. of kilos worth. Yeah, yeah. If anyone <laughs> is going down to Kingscliff, if you're going down further, yeah. you don't have to be coming back today. I just want to know. Maybe you work down there. I really need to hear from you on 131060. I wasn't, but I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want you to be trustworthy, and I'll tell you why. Oh, because I was down at Kingscliff for uh, Davina's wedding. Oh, yes. I did her wedding. And when song. I was there, I have to admit, I don't, I'm not like, I don't like gambling, but I like Lotto. What a contradiction, because I guess that's still well, gambling. Well, you would like gambling, yes. Okay. Powerball's your main thing, isn't it? You, do you want to do the other ones, just Powerball? No, nah, I got a Saturday ticket to. as well. Oh, you pressed Yeah, because when I was addicted. there, I wanted to, it was a bit windy day, so I went to the, um, <laughs> <laughs> what do I even, 
I went to the news agency. Because it get... was windy. Yes, listen. Because I got cardboard for the back of the vows. So when you give it to a couple, normally I'll give them a piece of paper, but oh. it's windy, it blows. And I was like, I need to make sure. And I didn't have all my stationery there. So yeah. I went and got some cardboard. And when I was there, I was like, I'm going to get some lotto tickets. Blow me down. They've won. And I went to go and cash them in. I think one of them's got $9 right. on them. And the other one, I think, was a, was a one And I went to go and cash them in. Um, and I was like, oh, winner. Because you know how you can scan them? Yeah. And I was like, that's great. So one of them's got $16. The other one's got $9 because I bought two greedy. And I went to go and cash them in. You can't do them. You can't do New South Wales ones in Queensland. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's Australia-wide. Why can't you do that? It's the same with scratch Scratch So each state has their own, like, laws for gambling and lottery and stuff. So Mm. you can't claim Queensland in New South Wales or New South Wales in Queensland. But that's Auslotto. Isn't that national? That's what I thought. It's the one brand, so one company, but each license is different. In each state, it's it's annoying. I want a Powerball for tonight. So what I want is someone who's trustworthy that might be able to take these into a news agency, cash uh-huh. them in, uh-huh. buy a Powerball for tonight. What is it, sixty million? Mm-hmm. And I will go. Go. Let, here we go. This is interesting. How will you go? Sixty for forty. Why don't you wait? Damon's actually okay. called up because I believe he's heading to New South Wales. Why don't you have the negotiation with him? Okay. Hey, Damon, how uh, trustworthy are you? I'm pretty trustworthy. Yeah. How many references <laughs> yeah. would you put down on a uh, you know resume? How many people would put up their hand and say, "Yeah, Damon, great guy." Oh, I got about I got it six on my resume, but I could probably give you a, a bit more than that. Yeah. Mm. Done. Okay. Um, wow, that was easy. <laughs> so if you go down and, and cash in these, uh, so we're looking around about fifteen dollars, and we buy like a fifteen dollar ticket. If we won, how much would you expect percentage wise? Nothing. Nothing, Damon. She could win sixty million. You may as well throw in something. No, I didn't even know it was for the Powerball. To be honest, I just called through because I was oh. driving down to New South Wales. Look Hope at that's you. perfect. What a nice guy. But if we win the lotto ticket, you need to bring it back. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm coming back Sunday anyway. No Sunday. <laughs> when, when, when's it? Friday morning. It'll all be gone by Tuesday. Sunday. If this, is a, if this is a burner phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Damon is your real name, I've got to be honest. Made up. I don't I've have it that before. I've, I've played in the um, that could have been legends game. Oh, oh, oh Maddie's so we've could got have been footage that you exist. Yeah, well, I don't have any other options because no one else is called. Okay, needs to be. To, <laughs> when are you going to New South Wales, though, Damon? Because it needs to be today to get the lotto win for tonight. Oh, uh, I leave tomorrow. Oh, well, that's it. Gone then. Okay. But if he ta- if he takes it tomorrow, he could get a Saturday ticket. Ah. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, and plus it might not win tonight. Might jackpot. How m- oh, that's a good point. How much is Saturday? Do we know? Uh, no, but I'll take whatever. Okay, you, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. But please bring it back. <laughs> I promise I will. Because if it wins, you, I guess you don't even bring the ticket back. You need to go to the lotto office there. Uh, if you if you sign it, I can't cash it anyway. Oh, is that uh, it? Really? Yeah. Well, no, you see. Yeah. The, yeah, but that'll be the new ticket that you claim, Damon. No, I think what he... Yeah, because it says write your name and address on the ticket below before claiming your prize. Yeah, if you write your name and you sign it on the back, I, I have to show ID to cash it anyway. There you go. So he doesn't even have to be trustworthy. He could be a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got to have ID. Yeah. Done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go halves with you if I win, okay? Ugh. You are one of the best negotiators I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stab Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I don't want to take on the insurance companies. Okay. 
But <laughs> we're hearing in the news this morning that uh, the rain bomb is going to be the most expensive storm in the history of Australia, they were saying. Even the one just gone. Yeah. They're saying worse than 2011 as well. Right. Um, and we put in a claim for a roof leak and there's all mould on there. Fun times. Yeah. Um, and I just can't get a response from them, no. which is interesting because when my bill was late, they were pretty quick to keep calling me. Mm-hmm. So they got my number. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've emailed so many times it's flagged you as spam now. I always wonder that. Yeah, you knew you're like, sorry, I didn't get confirmation. Can I please get confirmation <laughs> on the confirmation that I didn't get? Thanks, but no thanks. Every Wednesday night at our house is family dinner night. Mm. It's the... 90 minutes a week, we now see our 20-year-old son who's moved out. With his girlfriend. And his girlfriend comes too. His girlfriend does come now, which is lovely. But I am in this weird thing, because she is a 20-year-old girl, mm. um, she sees me as a weird man. <laughs> and so she come, they come in, Ethan hugs his mum, mm-hmm. and then he comes and hugs me. I'm generally in the kitchen cooking, and then I come out and say hello Esther hugs her. Uh-huh. Yes. They complete their hug, and then no, I don't know if I should hug her or not. Does uh, she look like she's going to hug you? Well, look she, at her hands. Well, that's what I'm saying. It kind of, we look at each other, uh, and then uh, I don't. We, uh, I don't know at the moment whether she's not hugging me because she thinks I don't want to hug her, but I think that maybe she doesn't want to hug me, and I don't want to hug her, and then have her say no, I don't want to do that, uh, so I just don't hug her, and then maybe she might think that I hate her. Yeah, this is far better. Um, doing it like this <laughs> so that she can then next Wednesday That's go and we're going to hug or no, nah, let's keep it as it is. <laughs> sort of where hug. I was, where I was kind yeah, of going yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. It's rain, 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 and it's forecast to rain for an eternity, I think they said. A week, I think. Yeah. Now, my dog isn't a huge fan of it, but uh, so he didn't get his walk yesterday, but it does get to the point where we're like, buddy, you're just going to have to go out and walk in the rain. I'm sorry to do that to you. Does he have a raincoat? This is the thing. My wife bought him a raincoat. So cute. Not going to happen on my watch. Oh, gum- mate, come on. Can gum-boots. you get little doggy gumboots? Probably. Does it go over the head? Or like, I always wonder, is no, it just for their coat? Well, this, one, this one's got a hoodie, but he won't put the hoodie on. Do it. No, I'm not even putting on the, the... He'll get. He'll just get wet. I think you can get booties for them. You should get a matching one. Yes! A his and roofs. <laughs> his and roofs. <laughs> no, if he can't wear his raincoat, I won't wear a raincoat either, so it's equal. Daddy doggy raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make a fortune side hustle. You would. Yeah. So rain, thanks, but nothing. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.